tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Great news. I am now a successful businessman. Yeah. Uh, people said it couldn't happen. They said me investing in Legos was dumb. Nah. Uh, it was not going to uh, pan out. Emily, quick thought. Uh, the whole gang's here right now for the for the start. Emily, what do you think? You've stayed at my house. You've uh, babysat my dogs. Yes. What did you think when you first saw the Lego room? Um, when I first saw the Lego room, I thought that you had too much money. <laughs> okay. And I was actually confused at where you got that money. No What's offense. It, yeah. No offense. What's but I was just saying is it has tripled in the amount of Legos and, yeah. and fine decor since then. Yeah, yeah. I'm also very pleasant pleasantly surprised that you have a fiance. I think that's great. And that's good for you. And that yeah. you have a guest bedroom. That you're sounds like doing... such a backhanded no, compliment. No, I'm just saying. You're <laughs> no, doing... just, she's just being truthful. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm kidding. But... You a guy are, with you... that many Legos should not have a fiance. You really are truly just breaking all of the stereotypes that I had in my head about men that would have Lego rooms. So this is a good thing. Or that's... about men that women would get engaged to. Let's be that's, honest. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, my fiance got me started on this addiction. Really? Reawoke my addiction. Did yeah, she? Well, oh, because we no. bought a Millennium. Did she know what she was doing? <laughs> we bought a Millennium Falcon together. We uh, built it together. Uh, it was we, fun. We. No, we really did. It was her idea. Then she started buying me sets as gifts. Then when my dog was dying, I just had to stay home all the time and build Legos with them. So it was great. Matt, what, what are your thoughts? You've seen the Lego room. you got a kid that's also a fellow Lego maniac. Pretty cool, right? No, it's you're an idiot. Y'all have to come over and see it now. It is insane. No, it yeah. is insane. I've got, I, I've got like... You know how like old men have their offices and libraries with shelves with yeah. rich mahogany books? You've I've got, got, like got a that nice with leather chair. You're, you're my friend. <laughs> you're one of my closest friends and are a confidant. You know I dig you. That's why we work together. Yes, right? Thank you. Also, I think you have severe crippling Peter Pan syndrome, and I would love to encourage you to get beyond that. But no, it's one of the things. This is a good hobby. This is okay. Oh, stop. Stop. You're, that's uh, called enabling, is what that is. All right. That's, well, chew on this, suckers. Uh, I just sold my first set on eBay, listed it at $277, closed for 1500 bitches. Oh, all right. My God. Guys, Lego Rich. What's wow. the profit margins on that? Oh, uh, well, I did screw <laughs> up and uh, did a few things. Fortunately, it was not an international <laughs> buyer. Okay. Good. Unfortunately, they have not paid me yet. Uh, Did you, you already send it? No, no, no. You, oh, okay, good. eBay good, holds good. it in kind of an escrow, but there was some weird bidding towards the end that is very uh, shady, but this person's not purchased it, so now I'm worried that maybe I'm not going to get that, and then what does it go to the next highest bidder, or do they back? No I'm idea. scared. I need the money. I need the money. For another Lego set. For another, another Lego, Lego set. set. There you go. <laughs> Perhaps it is time to extend and add a bit of volume to your voluptuous vocabulary. Today is National Thesaurus Day, where you can learn to find some new words and expand upon your brethren. What? Tell them about oh. all these new words you learned. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thesaurus, of course, uh, just different synonyms in a book and a different way to say words. Yeah, and no, I, and no. I will say... Brethren's archaic, so I don't think we use that often. I like archaic words. I, I love them, Spencer. actually. Yeah, good point. I love them, but, you know, just because you throw it in there doesn't mean you it's commonly used. You also have to say my brethren. Yes. You have to say it in a, a voice. Uh, so yeah. I, I like this because... I have a thing when it comes to writing or reading or saying stuff on the radio. I don't like to use the same word uh, within a paragraph. Mm. And I don't mean your your basic... Uh, uh, how do you do that? There's just so many words you have to reuse, like the... Not that. Uh, I mean, a, w when it comes to uh, article, you, you know, know nouns the, and the stuff like that, like like yeah, the the more important words, and I think yeah, you know, it's descriptors like adjectives, things like that. Like for example, you said voluptuous vocabulary earlier. I assume you wouldn't want to use voluptuous more than once in that paragraph, especially exactly. because it's such a word that stands out. Well, yeah. Uh, for example, using that exact word, um, when I'm writing my erotic fan fiction. Uh, about my fiance, like I will talk about the 
way her scent ingratiates me to her voluptuous breasts. And then the next sentence, when I'm talking about her boobs, I can't say voluptuous breasts again, so no. I say her delectable taters honking across the room. Uh, you could say so, bosom. Uh, you could also say... Never mind. I was about to cuss technically on air through the FCC, and I can't. I'm not allowed to say true, those true. words. Well, I mean, the reason um, I wouldn't want to say bosom is bosom sounds like a like a southern kind of. Ooh, look at that bosom. There's we're in Texas. I think it's okay. There's a duality of my character of the narrator, the third person in my erotic fan fiction that is uh, different from what he perceives he is. So it's actually okay, so two was, people two people are writing the narrative, but it's gonna, one, but it's two. I was going to suggest that, that that you keep the, I guess, the prose's tone or just the prose itself similar because you, when you're using that sort of higher, quote-unquote, higher language or things like that, and then you switch to, like, slang, basically, it needs to have a very specific purpose, either through dialogue or, I guess, in this case, your schizo narrator, I Indeed, assume. Indeed, it does. It's like uh, a beautiful mind sense, where you don't realize until the end that, th okay. that it's... Well, normally you would want to keep it the same to not confuse people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so well, I guess if that's the intent, Confusing though. people and turning them on is the entire reason I do erotic fan fiction about When's my When's that coming out, by the way, and where can we find that? Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> you got a Tumblr? Anyhow. You got a Tumblr? It's time for National Thesaurus Day. Ten synonyms uh, that'll help you sound smart and better ways to do it around the office. All right, Spencer, let me give you a quid... Pro quo, apropos of normal words, ergo, vis-a-vis, -vis, concordantly. Latin. These are things you should say. Latin's a dead language. If you're happy, you should say you're delighted. Okay. Mm, I'm delighted. I'm pleased. I'm satisfied. I'm content. Instead mm. of, okay, you brought up uh, archaic words. Instead of saying I'm about to begin, say, shall we commence? I like that. Commence That's not instead really... of begin. Commence isn't really used like that all the time. It's not necessarily archaic yet, but I see what you're saying. It's not a phrase people use often anymore. I, I actually like the idea of... Like, shall if, we proceed is much more... Shall uh, we proceed. Contemporary, yeah. Uh, I do like the idea of instead of saying go or start, be like, commence! <laughs> yeah, I like the, the word... Commence! Let's congregate. I like that for like a party or a gathering or something. This I love that fun. word. Go on, uh, go on. We've got to get to the rest of the list. Instead of worried, say agitated. Mm, no. See, that doesn't work because agitated is a little more aggressive. It means something different. Well, and I think more... that's important to realize with the thesaurus is just because it's a similar synonym doesn't right. mean it means the same thing. Well, and that's why we have so many effing words. It's like some of them are just slight variations on a similar thing like the this. The English language is stupid. Worried. It is I think, dumb. I think concerned would have been a better word there or... Uh, anxious, maybe, because agitation is a bit more like a more stressed out, I guess, type Correct, of worry. Correct, than worried. Um, it also sounds more masculine um, than Does feminine, it? which is another thing that is dumb in language. Right? English language is very dumb because we have there, 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 your, your. We have words that are spelled differently. We have words that are the same but mean different things. It's, it, it's dumb. But the dumbest thing is when I was learning German, it's also the same in Latin languages. Spanish. Is, is the... Uh, Feminine the, and masculine. The feminine, masculine, and neuter. So der, die, das in German. Der is masculine, like der, pen, der Kugelschreiber for mm -hmm. a pen. Um, die, Mädchen for the woman. Like you, like the, the, the changes. The, the, they, yeah. whatever changes to a different word completely. It's just like Spanish, man. I know. That's what I said. Latin languages do it too. Like it's dumb. Mm. It's stupid. It's is the it? dumb, like get rid of dumb things in language. Make it easy. You know what's <laughs> making language easy? Uh, emojis. That's all we need. Emote. We all get a smiley face. We get a hand with two splashes of it, water. It'd be nice to think we could all take a vote and immediately change language overnight, but that's not how it's it done. works. That's not how it works. I'm doing it. Donald Trump is just like one of us. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. If it's on the internet, we do it on the radio. And you know what? He is. He's just like us. Except for, you know, Except for he's not. super rich. Well, I'm not broke. He's yeah. an outfit. secretly lying about my money. You are secretly the president as well. Well, you you have a president hey, that lives with you. Mr. I do. President, Mr. P. Your dog. He's yeah. also white and has tiny balls. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Good one. Uh, but no, there is a, there's a tweet that has been circulating around of... Uh, Melania, his wife, for those of you that do not know the Donald Trump lore, <laughs> she took a video and it's it's hilarious. It's filmed from the back seat 
with the flash on. That's so mom, you know, to not know how to turn the flash on and off sure. when you record a video. Mean- and it's just Donald Trump quietly driving in his Rolls Royce uh, while listening to Taylor Swift's Blank Space. So here's a clip. And Trump is just driving. Just chilling. They're all just in silence. Listening to Taylor Swift. And I have no idea what the context is for this video, but it's hilarious. And it was the, I watched the video and I realized, oh my gosh, these are real people. It's like his appearance on Kimmel, just to humanize him to us. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I really don't know what the a point master is. media manipulator. This is now the turn of like, hey, look, we're just a normal family. We love jamming out to yeah. some T Swift, T Swift, and our Rolls Royce. We definitely don't like talking to each other in confined spaces, especially oh, yeah. when Taylor's on. Especially <laughs> ever. It's, now, yeah, it could be because of Taylor. It, you know, to be fair here, yeah. but it's like, oh man, are they, yeah. those, are they those types of families that just get in the car? And well, like, okay. Interesting you say that also about Taylor Swift because isn't uh, Kanye West a big Donald Trump buddy buddy fan? Was we is well I don't know. There's I think Trump uh, people are starting to distance themselves from Kanye oh, now. That's I how see. bad it's got. Yeah, so now, he said now Hitler he's was right. Swift. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, he said the the quiet part out loud. So they're like, oh, let's just distance ourselves. That's not ourselves. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Tay Swift though. When it comes to a couple, is that brooding music more than it is like kissing music, or Taylor does she have Swift? kissing music? It's brooding music. You don't you don't yeah, listen to that no. when you're in a good mood with your honey. No, 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 no. I feel like you can listen to it when you're in a good mood with all of your your little girlfriends, yeah. your little ladies at a sleepover, sure. or I don't know, just like driving bros. in the car, or your bros, or yeah. your bros, yeah. or your bros. You guys could be gaming with the bros, have Taylor Swift on in the background yeah, while you're playing Absolutely. Fortnite. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like I a good time. That sounds great. Emily mm-hmm. said gaming, by the way, oh. but either way, both both <laughs> yeah. are fun. Both will work too. I don't discriminate. Uh, but no, I I I think that Taylor Swift. You can listen to it at any time, but Blank Space is really funny because it's just a... That song came it's out Trump's years mind. ago. It's mind. It's his brain a blank space. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. He actually is incredibly intelligent and manipulative, but I think I mean, it's it also a bit of psychopathy to where he doesn't even realize himself yeah. what he's doing all the time. Yeah. Just, you know, narcissism gets in the way sure. a lot. Hubris, big thing. Yeah. Very big thing. When I was talking, huge thing. When I was talking about benevolent uh, autocrat earlier, I didn't mean him. Oh. You don't no, need no, an no. autocrat that's in it the for word, themselves and their people. You use the word benevolent. Uh, Correct. So that's not something you can use with this man. <laughs> oh, I see. I, it's also funny that uh, Melania is in the back seat. You know, yeah. she's, like, his kid is in the front seat. What's the kid's name? The little know. kid? I don't know. I don't know the... Well, that's Baron. nice. That's nice. Baron. Yeah. Yes. They Baron's, let him out of the house. Baron's him... sitting in the front seat, yeah. and Melania's like doing the thing where she sits in the middle seat because she still wants to be a part of the conversation in the back. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Hell yeah. But there's no conversation because they're just listening. Nor to should there Swift. be if there's some T-Swift on. Yeah. Did Have you guys ever met a celebrity or seen a celebrity and been like, oh my gosh, Wow. They are a real human being, not this person that's just on the media. I'm looking at oh, one absolutely. right now. Uh, me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, but who? I don't know. Jason Schwartzman, I think, was one of them I've met. Yeah. I met Brown Posehn, the comedian. I mean, they're all just people. I think I think the only one I was almost starstruck by, I just had a slight crush on her, was uh, lead singer of Churches, Lauren Mayberry. <gasps> yes, yeah. I interviewed Super her. Super cutie, yeah. She's um, so cool. Also very kind, sweet. I mm-hmm. shook her hand because she thought I was going to interview her, and I was like, no, it's actually this guy over here <laughs> named Lawless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I've met hundreds over the years with my... Uh, work at the radio station but it's always they're always in a celebrity role when they're coming into interviews like yeah they especially on the you know when they're doing like the morning shows where they sit and talk as actors and stand-up comics especially they're a little Mm -hmm. more engaging than uh you know sometimes musicians but they're still in the role whether they're chilling and hanging and relaxing with you or not it's still like oh you're you're better than me i think it's my first my favorite realization when i meet famous people and this is going to sound creepy. You can't judge me. And you can't tell any of the people that I will be potentially interviewing in the future. But when we do interviews upstairs uh, for our 101X uh, like ex- sessions, ex- sessions yeah. um, my favorite thing is when the artists come up to me and they're like, hey, where's the bathroom? 
and then I have to like point them to the direction of the bathroom, and then nice. they go and use our like really crappy They're like just office like bathrooms. They, they and I'm, cool. I'm just like, wow. You do oh, that. They're not just like us because they're not going to the bathroom. They're going to do coke. Uh, we should oh, do maybe. We should do a special CJ Morgan X session mm-hmm. where it's all my ex girlfriends. And speaking of celebrities, um, I have uh, made out or hooked up with uh, a few uh, former and current local news personalities. So wow, that's they're good just for you. they're just like us. They make bad mistakes with us. <laughs> it's chicken excrement. Pick up with Matt Bearden. Are you talking about playing an exciting game at your favorite local country bar? Uh, I am. I, I did it last Yay! weekend, and I thought, my God, I haven't done this in such a long time. And, you know, on Thursdays for parent pickup, I try to find stuff that's fun for parents to take their kids to do. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like kid activities. Ugh. So I try to find activities that are actually fun for the for adults everyone, that yeah. the kids will like. Um, if you're not familiar, maybe you haven't been in the city all this long, but there's a place that's been here for a long time called, well, Ginny's Little Longhorn. Ginny has since passed away. It's now been rebranded the Little Longhorn Saloon. It's on Burnett. It used to be, back in the day. In the middle of nowhere. It was hell and back from the city. I sure. mean, it was way up there. Now you're going to think it's, it's basically. Condos. Now you think it's practically downtown. But the Little Longhorn Saloon is a vital part of Austin, Austin heritage, and Austin's history. Now, I used to go there a lot when I was uh, single. I went there even when I was uh, dating my wife and then Dollar engaged. It was, it's always been a blast for me. I do enjoy a lot of the Texasness of Texas, even though I also like things like crying to the Smiths. It's, uh, you know, it, it works out. And that's why I ended up in Austin, like a lot of you. Mm-hmm. But they have always had a thing there, at least as long as I can remember, called Chicken S Bingo, right? And it's kind of fun. It's changed since I was there in the old days. Yeah, they, they don't to, cut the chicken's head off anymore. Well, where, first of all, there's kids in the car. Okay, I'm joking. They never did never, that. Ever never did that. Those chickens are valuable. You should see the money yeah, going through that place. They sell for charity. That's actually the kind of the cool thing. And I hadn't been in a long time. I'd taken my kids where they were younger. They seemed fine with it. We were looking for something to do last weekend. I took my kids again. And I'm telling you about it because this weekend, it's supposed to be like 65 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. And I'm saying, get out, go, go to the fun. Little Longhorn Saloon, go early, get a table, and your kids will have a good time. My kids went kicking and screaming, this sounds lame, this is going to be stupid. You get there, kids 13 and under get to go to the front of the line to buy their tickets for Chicken hmm. S. Bingo. If you don't know what Chicken S. Bingo is, yeah, explain it. Real you take quick. a chicken that's been eating all day, you set it on a giant board that has 100 numbers on it, plus lines and corners. It's kind of in a little chicken uh, wire cage, it's like, a coop. It's kind of like roulette in that you set the chicken there. It walks and you wait, around. It walks around, and then when the chicken finally poops... The crowd goes wild. It lands on a number. It lands on a number or it lands on a line or it lands on a corner. Depending, if you have the right ticket, you split up some of that money. My kids had the opportunity that they were going to take home 140 bucks. Now, none of my kids, I had two kids that I took and then uh, my daughter brought a friend. None of our kids won. However... You're still watching animals, the crowd, it's fun. The other thing is, is that the chicken for the first drop of the day took that chicken an hour. So for an hour... My kids were engaged, they were chatting with each other, they were laughing, they were having a good time, and I was nowhere near them. I was at a table, I had brought my truck, I was sitting in the back of the truck, and I was drinking uh, long neck beers with my wife, and we were laughing, and kind of in love. And much like soccer, when the chicken actually gets ready and goes, like a build-up to a goal... It's amazing. It's amazing. Everyone cheers. It gets super loud. It's a blast. If you go on the website, you'll see that Chicken S Bingo is every Sunday, and it begins promptly at 4. Here's what I would tell you. If you go at 4, that is a fool's errand. There is no place to get near anything. That's dumb. Also, this has become insanely, insanely popular with tourists. Ah. Tourist buses Ah. were pulling up, and people, 40, 50 at a time, were piling off the buses and gathering around. So... Act like a local. First of all, get there early. The bar opens at 2. I'd recommend getting there around 3, 3.15. You can still get parking. Go inside. The other thing is is that 
Uh, tourists like to get in a one long line to line up to order drinks. You belly up to the bar. You belly up to bar. It's Texas. First of all, even if you're a bartender, you don't like to serve one person at a time. You want to be able to serve three or four people at a time. That's how you get people through there. So go around to the front. Also go order- in the front door and order your drinks. I ordered them by the bucket uh, because I am a real Texan. Yes. And I didn't wait on the tourists. <laughs> it was a good time. No the- mixed drinks. No margaritas. Just order a damn beer. Uh, they don't even have mixed drinks there. Uh, they good. do have like uh, canned, what are those, seltzer waters? whatever so if you don't like beer mm. there's something for you that's there and just um, like old school texas my parents you can drink and drive with your kids in the car there you go also hey don't do that go there and um yeah. dance dance a little bit with your loved one it takes a lot of guts to run your own show and he's got plenty of stomach to spare the cj morgan show on 101x the best tex-mex in austin or is it you look fat as- I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Boy, oh boy, do I love some good Tex-Mex. And my standard go-to plate, uh, usually cheese enchiladas, and then I'll I'll all-a-cart some things on the side. There's only one place in Austin that gets it close to my favorite place, uh, which is Herbert's in San Marcos. And I know mm. it's very fast, cheap food, but they do a really good enchilada gravy. They yeah. make their own gravy out of the grease from the meat and a little bit of flour. It's so delicious. Enchilada gravy, that weird kind of cheese, very important to me. Yes. So that's my go-to. That is what I judge these places by. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you my favorite in Austin coming up. Herbert's, obviously, in San Marcos. What's your go-to if you're going to Tex-Mex? Like your standard plate you're going to get almost every time. Oh, go-to plate? Um, I like enchiladas, too. What I usually would go with the uh, Verde green enchiladas. See what with they're the talking gr- to you. the green chicken? Uh, yeah, green chicken good usually. Call, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like a good ra- ranchero enchilada, um, if possible. If they got them, if they're doing that. Nice. See, I just I like the cheese. I do like I- the normal straight Tex-Mex with the red sauce and either beef or cheese. That's always fun to try out at places too to see where they're sort of. That seems like it's almost the base standard for a lot of Tex-Mex joints. Is uh, the tacos are you know the enchilada crispy tacos, Tex-Mex cheese plate. enchiladas. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's go through some of the best in Austin according to this list at infatuation.com. Joe's Bakery and Coffee Shop. Yeah, huh. sure. I like I like I Joe's enchiladas. Not bad. Uh, good, greasy, cheesy yumminess, and it's uh, I think kind of more of a breakfast uh, focus. Okay, I was gonna say, is this the best enchiladas list or the just Tex Mex? Tex Mex, okay, but okay, okay. I'm judging it by the enchiladas sure, I've sure, had sure. there. Matt's El Rancho. Yes, I like Matt's El Rancho a lot. Good chips, good queso. Don't think best I got enchiladas. enchiladas. Uh, no, mm, what did I get? Sure I got that. a bunch of tacos there. They were great. Habanero Mexican Cafe. But yes. Their stews are good, their caldos, their their queso, so um, I'll, I'll take that. I'll even give it a bell. Uh, enchiladas y mas. Never been there. It's good, but I, I forget if you're supposed to order the mas there or just the enchiladas. Mm. I know a lot of people go for the margaritas. Well, there's an E in the word, or a Y, if you will, Y, so. Uh, La Mancha. I'll go La Mancha. La Mancha's pretty damn good. Uh, Chewy used to work there. That's one of his uh, favorite yeah, places. That yeah, place is good. Uh, La Mancha over in Allendale is pretty good. Uh, Tex-Mex Joe's. See, here's a... Mm, I'm not going to say it on air, but I had a problem with Tex-Mex Joe's once, so I'll leave it at that. Texas Chili Parlor. <gasps> now, you think of that as chili, Where not Tex-Mex. Chili over the enchiladas. Yes, and it's so damn good. That's not Tex-Mex, bro. It, it, it's on the list, uh, so I'm going to give it a bell for that. El Dorado Cafe. Sure. Solid. Absolutely uh, one of the best. Uh, I mean, it's more... Kind of fusion's not the right term, but it's not well, just straight up Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex is technically right, like not quite a fusion, but it's different than straight Mexican cuisine. But I did a nice uh, CJ date there on my own once, and uh, one of the owners uh, came up, and you know he, he goes and talks to everyone at the bar, sure, and uh, convinced me to try an enchirito he made in the Ooh. style of Taco Bell. Oh, that's awesome! So damn good, dude. El Dorado yeah. Cafe's great. Oh, that's um, fusion an enchilada burrito. Wow, so good. Uh, Mi madre. I love their I love their chips and queso. Don't really no their enchilada is really good too. Okay, what, uh, num- what number are we on? Are we getting close to the end? Uh, Hula Hut. Don't know about that. Uh, what? Not sure. Uh, Polvos. Polvos is pretty good. Polvos good. I haven't eaten there in a long time, but it's kind of the when I used to drive around adult actresses, uh, adult actors for events we used to have. Uh, I would always take them to Polvos because it's yeah. you know down there on South First, kind of around everything. 
Uh, Ken's Subs and Tacos. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ken's is great. Ken's made the list. Right by the Ken's, radio station. Ken's rules. Speaking of Their celebrities. tacos slap. And massive. they slap me hard in the face. Dude, Ken's is incredible. Anytime we have celebs from New York or whatever at the radio station, and same thing when comics or actors or musicians are in the like, hey, where should we go get some tacos? Like Ken's subs and tacos, Dude, yeah. Not and you get, you get. I'll get two of tacos because sometimes I'm a pig. But those things are massive. They're like a massive burrito sized taco almost. They're, they're, they're like three bucks. Incredible. And if you're lucky, while you're waiting, there's a scrap metal yard across the place, and every now and then large chunks of copper will fall into the street. Oh, nice. Grab that, make money. Uh, Ken's tacos, also by the way, their Philly cheesesteak, one of the best in Austin. Yeah, what a crazy place, man. <laughs> I know, dude. Uh, El Chile Cafe, Cafe y Catina. Uh, Cafe Hornitos made the list. Vivo Restaurant. El Mercado. Do you like El Mercado? It's hit or miss on which one you go to. Sure. Uh, so uh, yeah, I agree. That's the list right there. What they left off in a few of my favorite places. Uh, El Caribe. Really good off, I think, uh, North Lamar area. I don't think I tried that place yet. And one of our group favorites... Amaya's. Amaya's is amazing. Amaya's was left off the list. They got a great sort of semi-puffy, crunchy taco, and it's amazing. Yeah, they're puffy tacos... Very good at soaking up the delicious enchilada gravy. They have that right kind of cheese it's that so comes good. with it. Uh, we'll look at more. We'll think of more. Texas 512-835-1015. Best Tex-Mex in Austin. If you don't want us to say it on air, let us know it's a secret. It's competition time. Will we leave today with Emily as the latest champion of a term? Our second term of Editor Bennett? Woo! Uh, it can happen, and oh. it's uh, <laughs> it's been a weird one. We've all now competed against each other three times equally. Unfortunately, Spencer's uh, now done three in a row, so that's a little, little stressful. No, that's fine. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Emily, you have 12 points. All you need is one point to win it all. So just uh, bet after you hear the story, unless you want to be wild and bet before. I don't I don't want to be wild at all. Uh, what is the story? What is Editor Bennett? Well, it's basically one of us is an expert. In this case, Matt. The other person's a challenger. And they record a, a summary of something the other person knows a lot about. And hidden in that summary is a lie. Yeah. So two truths and a lie, kind of, sort of. Matt, what did you choose for Spencer to research and try to trick you on? Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Childbirth. Ooh. Wait, really? Yes. That's what you chose? <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't think of anything, and then I thought, well, what's something I've gone through, and I know a lot. I was like, oh. Wait, you birthed a child? Well, I was... I paid Present. for it. I paid for a You're couple pro- of childbirths. You were probably he held the camcorder. Yeah, you were probably like, a lot out. more present than your wife in terms of the childbirth. Well, just say that to her face and see how. It's no, I'm just saying. I, I just feel like if if it was me giving birth, I would just black out completely. So you oh, had to I be did there. Too. We'll see what happened. I just, you know, I was I was on the spot. What are you? Something you're an expert in? I I, I have uh, imposter syndrome. I don't feel like I'm an expert in anything. Sure. I just threw it out. I thought it was funny, and we'll see how it goes. You missed a golden opportunity, even though you and Spencer have competed in music, because uh, thanks to The Last of Us show, my man Spinny's been on a Depeche Mode kick. Oh, so man. that could have oh, been a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, that's true. We'll hold that for later, but we're oh, going to well. do childbirth right now. Uh, now it comes time for Emily and I to place a bet on who we think's going to win. You can wager three points before the summary, one point after. I have to wager three. I got to try to catch Emily. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna choose Matt. Um, he let me down last week, and I want to say never let me down again. Uh, that'd be Depeche Mode again. Uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Uh, <laughs> and can I say that I didn't do that to you personally? And you have to kind of look at people as people. That people are people, essentially. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Um, Man, I was going to do, what's the one, walk, Walking in My Shoes? That's a good one. You didn't like the later stuff from Depeche Mode. I do. I like Violator. You didn't. Violator was when I was out. Oh, God, but it's got some good I know, but that's what's funny ones. is that I talk to anybody about Depeche Mode. I'm like, look, here's the thing. You got to remember, I'm early canon on everybody. I like the first, like, four. Oh, uh, you're the cure. hipster. Mm-hmm. It's not even that. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, I like stripped-down music, and once you get popular and rich, you can afford really good producers. Yeah. Your music changes. gets really good. Yes. Like, oh. I don't like good music. Like, I've always wanted to use a ukulele. What <laughs> I really <laughs> hate is uh, afford it. that mode is starting to come with a lot of my favorite bands, and it sucks to watch it happen. I know. Arcade Fire, Beirut, The yep. National, hipster yep. indie bands I grew up with, I'm now starting to not like their new stuff, and it sucks. And I get it, because I grew up where the first stuff I heard from Depeche Mode 
was Violator. And I was like, oh my God, this slaps. And I was a high school kid going to raves where they were doing remixes of just that chunky electronic music. And whenever I found out, you like, I was like, oh, dude, I love these songs. You're like... Uh, uh, nah, dude. Uh-huh, well, here's the thing funny. I'm going to say. This is for another show because I can talk about this for hours. Depeche we mode. need to find out about childbirth. Okay, let's oh, find true. out about childbirth. Uh, I'm going to place three points on Matt to get it correct. Emily, you want to bet three or play it safe? I'm sorry. I like playing it safe. I'm not really risky, and all I want to do is win. That's yeah. fine. That's I all you need. I, yeah. you need to I do. just need yeah. to. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait until Look, I. Hear the only it. reason I even chose childbirth is I wanted Spencer to have to read about fallopian tubes. Mm-hmm. Skip past that part, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, Spinny, <laughs> that's important. Give it to us. The summary of childbirth somewhere hidden amongst Oops. these facts are a lie. Yeah, hit yeah. me with it. I know everything. The stork. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whispering um, into Jesus. Mary's ear. I got it all. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> Childbirth is the ending of pregnancy where one or more babies exits the internal environment of the mother via delivery or cesarean section. Other names for birthing a child include labor and delivery, giving birth, parturition, confinement, and partus. Even though most childbirthing occurs in a hospital or other clean room facility that may utilize medicine for the procedure, some participants choose more traditional methods, which include drug-free or natural childbirth, at-home birthing with a midwife, water birthing in a shallow body of water, or using a public or private toilet, although the latter is often associated with cryptic pregnancies or negligent behavior. Humans tend to have the most complications with childbirth given that more than 800 pregnant people die every day and for everyone that does die, there are around 20 to 30 that live but suffer from injuries, infections, or disabilities. Good job. Wow. Man, I, uh, Science. I, I know Spencer's kind of upset and off today and I can tell because he his cheeks didn't change color when he got to the lie. When he gets to the lie, his cheeks get red, and then they turn, they say slowly unread. Mm-hmm. None of that. He's stone cold. He's in a dissociative state right now. Mm, Emily, help. Um, we're so, going to come back and have you place your bets oh, okay. and do one more reading. Editor Bedit, who do you think has it? 512-835-1015. It's Editor Bedit. Emily on the precipice of winning this challenge. Matt and Spencer going at it head-to-head on the subject of childbirth, which Matt <laughs> claims to be an expert in. Just because he got a girl pregnant. A few uh, times. Twice. Spencer, the challenger with the summary. Emily, you've heard uh, one reading. Who are you going to wager your one point on that could mean victory or defeat? Spencer I'll be honest. Um, as somebody who owns ovaries, I don't think I know where the lie is. So I'm going to say. Well, you haven't given birth yet, right? So. That is also true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't got, gotten to that point in my life. I'm going to say Spencer. And if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry, Matt. But I believe in I you. Would you be as sorry, a, that's okay. If you, if you're going to impress me if as a man you get this correct. Because not a lot of men know anything about any of our parts. So, you know, I believe in you, but I kind of sort of believe in Spencer. I ain't got Spencer a camera more. on my dong. How am I supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> I know all about lady parts. You just. <laughs> it's a flower. Touch the parts where she makes her giggle. Oh, my God. <laughs> that ain't <laughs> science. <laughs> That's yeah. creepy. All right, y'all. Matt, did you want to need another rereading, or did you already, you already figured out what's Let's going on Let's get a reread. I want to hear it again. Okay. Okay. I need to learn again. <laughs> sure. See what's coming up for All right, me here we go. <laughs> Childbirth is the ending of pregnancy where one or more babies exits the internal environment of the mom via vaginal delivery or cesarean section. Other names for birthing a child include labor and delivery, giving birth, parturition, confinement, and partus. Even though most childbirthing occurs in a hospital or other clean room facility that may utilize medicine for the procedure, some participants choose more traditional methods, which include drug-free or natural childbirth, at-home birthing with a midwife, water birthing in a shallow body of water, or using a public or private toilet, although the latter is often associated with cryptic pregnancies or negligent behavior. Humans tend to have the most complications with childbirth, given that more than 800 people die every day suffering from complications. And everyone that does, oh, sorry, and for everyone that does die, there are around 20 to 30 that live but suffer from injuries, infections, or disabilities. Despite this, childbirthing is still among one of the most popular human activities. 
I'll just put that in there for fun. Obviously, ignore that last one. Uh, all right, Matt. Your so, thoughts? Here are my thoughts. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that I knew absolutely to to be uh, true. I think you you know a lot of people may you, the, the idea of like a cryptic preg- pregnancy. People be like, well, that's not a thing. But that's some people don't know they are pregnant until they deliver. Uh, and uh, it may sound kind of sad, but children are often delivered in toilets, being public or private. So technically, y- you would be correct there. Um, that might be where people thought they were thrown off. Like, hey, people don't have a Baby in a toilet? Yeah, they do. Uh, they you also guys have... have never been to a public high school. Uh, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> that was dark. Uh, um, also, dark, sorry. it's becoming more uh, popular in Western countries, even for people to have uh, home births or doula or yeah. in uh, shallow mm-hmm. water. I'm good with all that stuff. Uh, after that, you said that you started going through numbers. I'm gonna be honest with you. Numbers. I suck. don't know the numbers. Numbers aren't fair. But I do know this, hmm. um, and it's something we should all be aware of: that birthing a child is. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's dangerous, and I think we think of it as being routine medicine. Well, it is dangerous. It is less dangerous than it was. Here's the funny thing: you would think, well, it's it's safer now than it was in the past. But one of the things was we had really bad medical care for pregnant women in the past, so children didn't grow as large as they do now. That's an honest thing. Some and of the difficulty is the we have canal, larger babies yeah. now, yeah. and there's a lot more room for error, for women bleeding out, and it's tragic. That I mean, we imagine don't. our moms, Spencer's big old booty, my noggin, your stomach, Dude, you all sh- that had to pass through. <laughs> and that was just a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was a late bloomer. Yeah. Uh, I do think that I don't know the term confinement. When you were reading through terms, I knew a lot of the other ones. I don't know the term confinement. Uh, I think that that is your lie. I think confinement would be another name for pregnancy, but not for delivery. And I'm going to say that confinement's the lie. Spencer. It's a very good guess. That is incorrect. Confinement was included. Uh, Partis, of course, being Uh, Latin. Uh, The part where I got you was the the first thing you mentioned was the uh, cryptic births. Because that's not traditionally... It's not tradition. People don't do that tradition. It just sort of happens. That was my little semantic in there. You're me not on a fact, but the fact that you semantically changed a word earlier in the sentence. Mm -hmm. Oh, this game's fun. Oh, I didn't change a word. A word was there. I I cited these things as traditions as opposed to Mm. the thing that just happens. What Uh, a weird way for Emily to win a (laughs) session. Hey, if there's anybody that's going to win this one, it should be the woman. I We're know, talking childbirth, but right? It would have been more fun. Right. Sorry you didn't win, Spencer. If, if you had <laughs> lost, I got, got you a woman. If, if it had gone the other way, then I would have got three points. Yeah. Emily would have lost one. We would have been tied, and we were going to go sure. head-to-head next week, and it was mm. going to be a lot more fun. But instead, it's a lame technicality because Spencer slept in. It's not your fault, Spencer. It's, not. it's absolutely I my fault. fault. It sounds like you guys, you guys don't know what traditions no, are. No, I think I think that was What's good. What's a tradition? Yeah, tradition versus you know. Like just cause, like, cryptic births do happen. Matt was absolutely correct on yeah. that, and that's what I learned what a cryptic birth was, as opposed to an unknown birth. Yeah. Where a woman will just okay. you know actively deny that she's pregnant and sort of think that she isn't. And yeah, hey, real quick, uh, Spencer, I want to show you this cryptic finger. It's the hot new music video all the kids are talking about. Now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. That's right. There's a big new song and music video that was just dropped yesterday. And it is the thing that everyone listening to this Nerd Report needs to check out. And I even posted it for you at 101X.com slash CJ. That was so kind of you. Thank you. It's a really cool kind of hip hop, trip hop uh, dog song. Oh, the dog. Um, yep, not yep, dong. dog, not dong song. Okay, that would be dog. if I made it. Um, and it, it is called Good Mood Dude, and it's just so good. It's a great song, so check it, it out. puts you in a good mood, dude? Yeah, that's mm. all the nerd report. Well, it's a song that I had done in a way in the past. Oh, you? You made the song. Well, CJ, CJ made a little fun, silly song okay. that he likes to sing at home, and then he gave that to me, and I use it sort of as the hook, and then I made a little song around it. And then uh, we ended up, CJ ended up and I filming a little uh, little music video sort of to hmm. it. And uh, he pieced it all together, all the stuff that he shot uh, of Mr. President. 
the dog, uh, and him and I as well. So doing a little silly rap stuff. So we have we have a full on, and we'll play the song for you without my terrible rap part that I ruined Spencer's song with. But yeah, we we did a video, and unfortunately, Spencer, we're we didn't go viral. No, I don't think it would happen. Yeah, it didn't I go mean, viral. It can sit on the internet for a little bit no, before it goes no, viral. No, no, no. I've, I've, I've had enough things go Lizzo, viral. You know? it's, it's not a slow rising graft up. It's a staircase of jumps, and we did not. Uh, well, it didn't happen. It's not going to happen. It'll happen. I, was, I believe in you. Spencer, to quote Twista, I really wanted to make you a celebrity overnight. And unfortunately, it did not happen. So yeah, yeah, I want to apologize for that. I don't think you need to apologize, man. I think... Uh, I just think it's one of those things that happens. I don't think you have any sort of control over it. Other yeah. than I think yeah, it's just a, you know we got to keep making content. Yeah. One, one for the creative endeavor, so we don't go mentally crazy and just lose our minds. Yeah, you need I to get some of this out. The creative, like, it just feels good to create. I will say, and then share it's a it with good people. All jokes time. aside, I do like just making dumb stuff for fun. I really yeah. don't care how much it's viewed because if I did, there is. The formula to it. First and foremost, we would start the video immediately with the best or funniest part, yeah. not make it a lead-in music video. Also, it would have an ass or something in it, uh, or a prank, or a, bottom. a, a good a bottom. setup uh, that looks really good on the uh, reels when they're fed into your mm-hmm. Facebook feed. But, uh, well, man, you're you know, still learning this TikTok thing, and the TikTok may not even be around for much longer, given some UT of the laws that people true. are passing. Yeah, That's true. I, I think it's a great video. I watched it. I saw all of your hard work Didn't that you, you put job? into it. Uh, Genuinely, I, you did. You know, I've, I haven't seen a lot of stuff you've edited, and a lot of times you edit things and make them super goofy intentionally. I mean, it was super goofy Yeah, well, but it's also very well edited, and it's not like little cardboard cutouts of us, you know, sort of overlaced over, like, with special, weird-looking special yeah. Effects and stuff that you will intentionally make look just silly sometimes. Yeah, I like making for, things look crappy uh, on purpose. I think purpose. you made like a promo for uh, one of our state parks or something, and I remember watching that a little bit. You were like riding Mr. Mr. P. P. Like, oh, yeah, well, that you was obviously cute. can't ride Mr. P. You know, you did your own special effects stuff to make it look bad cheesy. Bad editing is fun and funny in a way, and bad editing is also its own talent, but yeah, yeah. I, I like editing videos. But I was like, this is actually pretty Sh- well done for someone. Shooting is my weak point. Editing is my very strong point. That's yeah. probably what I'm best at, is editing professional videos because I worked in television news where we were editing not digitally you were editing linear you were using beta tapes you were you were using tape to tape to do stuff yeah I also used to do things like make waterfalls run backwards Uh and I would put I would I would screw with it it was stuff that ran on the news oh that reminds me I I just found the 90s uh, snake movie yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a scene in that where (laughs) there's supposed to be a boat like driving off and leaving at one scene but the waterfall's going like the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. So they basically shot the scene where the it, it drives near the waterfall, but, but they, the, they the didn't reshoot it again. They're like, oh, well, we need to communicate we'll just do this. that the boat's we'll just leaving. Do this. Nobody so, will know. That's great. Well, there you go. Check it out. And if you want to see my masterpiece of video editing, uh, watch Le Mort du Paris Chat, which is up <laughs> on my uh, YouTube page. But yeah, check out the video, 101x.com. It's, uh, the, it, it's dumb. It's fun. We liked doing it. But the most important part is this hit song by MC Spency. Or as we call the group together, Sir Willie and the Captain. He's got a great attitude. Hell he yeah. loves wolfing his food. Cause he's so damn good. Oh yeah, that's rock and roll okay. right there. I'm in my essence, be Lego room. In walks the press, the good mood dude. That's what we call him when he chews on my shoes. Damn, he's got a great attitude. Despite heart murmurs, he be whipping down food. Just that good when he cough and he act. Spits up phlegm harder than I can rap. Wow, he's taking a nap. Not the dirt kind, yeah, we strapped to my lap. Now, ha, he's going yap yap. Thinks he heard something outside he wants to attack. But I'll be reeling them in. Peace at the hell down for you damage your ribs, your back, your joints, your goddamn shins. You're falling apart, but you're my best friend. would you go for free food free food i'm pretty lazy 
Not going to lie. <laughs> well, I I was a little embarrassed by how far I went to get a free, just a free milkshake. That's it. Look. Regular sized it's free, free milkshake. It's free. And you get anything free, it always feels like you've won something. It feels like you've yeah. won or, you know, you, it's if, I don't know. It feels like you're winning or something for just a, a split second. Yeah. I found out about a deal. I went and I got a free thing. Whoa. Yeah. But it's, um, I don't know. It's, John Maynard it's Keys awesome. or Maynard from Tool once said there's no such thing as a free milkshake. Someone always has to pay for it. But you you got it. Wow. It just sucked getting it. It, it did. And at the end of the day, when I, I pulled out of the drive-thru with my milkshake in hand, I kind of thought to myself, was this even worth it? Why you did know, I do this to what myself? What did you go through? Yeah. So I believe it was Tuesday. Um, P. Terry's was giving away free milkshakes. Yeah. And it was from like 1 p.m. You heard it here on the show first. Yes, yeah. Thanks 1 p.m. to, to 5 p.m. Um, and so I decided, I was like, okay, I, I think I can do it. I'm going to make it. And very, very last minute, I decided, you know what? We're going to get up. We're going to attempt to do this. Um, and this was like during... Uh, uh, it was at the it was at the the one that's over off of um, it's right next to shout out Austin Subaru. <laughs> I don't know where I, I don't know Whoa, roads. Are I'm you very looking bad. A new, for a new car yes, too? Do a commercial I, I for him. I would <laughs> Austin Subaru. In just two seconds, you can get a brand new car and a milkshake. Um, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> but that was the Pete Terry's that I was going to, and where I was at the time, I was kind of far away from it. But I decided, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to go there. So I go, and of course I knew there was going to be a long line, but who cares? Pizzeria's lines move quick. Yes, and it's a free milkshake. Yeah, they should be ready to meet the demand, I would assume. I get there about 20 minutes before... The the whole deal was supposed to be gone. The deadline. The oh no! Deadline. And, and we told people at four o'clock for CJ is fat, uh-huh. so they only had an hour to get so there. So millions yes. of radio <laughs> listeners of yeah. this program, everyone yes. converged. Were they yes. com- it was competing with fault. a member of this program, competing against me, who wanted to leave and get a milkshake. And unlike uh, the polls on voting day, it doesn't matter if you're in line. When no. it ends, it ends. It ends. It ends exactly. So I'm in line. I'm waiting in line. It's super long, all the way out into the road kind of long mm. and all I wanted was a milkshake and the closer and closer I crept up to the window where you order the more I thought about it and the more I felt guilty for just getting something for free and I was like well I have I to buy, buy something, something. and I was like well technically Marketing. you don't have to but then I was like yeah but like all these workers they're working like I feel like if I bought something maybe maybe that'll help them in the future. So you spoiled this sweet deal and Emily's quest for a milkshake went a little sour. It, it went a little bit more sour than expected but not too bad. I got some fries for $2 and I thought $2? I'm, I'm paying the toll to the to the little troll under the bridge. Okay, this is my $2 sure. support. Get this milkshake. And you can dip them in the shake. Yep. I get up to the front and obviously the poor workers are just going crazy. They're freaking They're out. And uh, here's the fun thing about operating those machines are they can either freeze up oh, or yeah. they become too runny when they're when they're used too yeah. much. It is yeah. a yep. nightmare. Yeah. And they were offering flavored shakes, too. It was any of the flavors. It wasn't oh, just chocolate God. or vanilla. Nice. But I'm at the front. I'm waiting for my shake and my fries. And I see this car pull up behind all of the other long lines of cars. And it's one minute, about one minute until uh, everything was going to close down. And these teenagers get out of the car and they're like, crap. Ah, oh, my God. What do we do? I think we can order at the window. Somebody run up there. And it was just like a whole entire just pack of teenagers that ran across <laughs> right in front of my car and got in line. In because front they, of you? Yes, because oh, they, be they wanted they wanted to get this this free milkshake deal. Uh, so that was the first thing they had to go through, a whole entire pack of teenagers and their girlfriends. Wait, they let them order from the drive-thru? It just you standing? Can, they have a little... Oh, they um, have a little, just like uh, a, yeah, a walk-up a, a walk area. But, but it's the same they, people that are working the walk-up. But no. they kind of did. Okay, yeah. I get it. So that was something that was already bothering me. And then she hands me my milkshake. I go to leave, and there is some some guy grown adult, grown man who is standing right in front of my car by the window where you order and just out of instinct, he turns and he just spits to spit on the ground. But my car was there. Yeah. So in front of me, he just spits on my car and I have my windows rolled down. 
And we just make eye contact through my open window. But I am... I don't stick up for myself. So I just looked at him and I gave him the dirtiest look. Mm. Like, did you really just do that? Did you really just turn around and spit on my car? I know I have a 2011 Toyota Corolla. It's no Tesla. But this is all I've got. Not only that, if I take my foot off the, you know, the brake, it's going to run you over (laughs) very slowly. Anybody who's a grown, sorry if this is controversial, but anybody who's a grown adult who spits on the ground, why? Why? It's dumb. You don't need to do that. Smoking or chewing tobacco. Man, this is really getting into my psychology because I have the same thing where I either don't defend myself yeah, yeah or I go over the top and get overly same. aggressive mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, as, uh, and I couldn't I really couldn't decide what I wanted to do so I was just like okay grab this milkshake drive away just get out of here I've been sitting in line for so long for this milkshake that's delicious yeah. you probably made the best decision to not so, start anything you know well, what I mean then I start driving Uh-oh. away, and right before I pass the window where all of those teenagers and that guy that just spit on my car are, I realize they didn't give me my fries. No, so, so I stop. Money. So I stop, and then I have to do the embarrassing thing of rolling down my window and talking to the teenagers that just cut in front of me and the guy that just spit on my car, and I had to go, hey, can somebody knock on the window and ask them for my fries? And then the guy that spit on my car tried to make small talk, and I was just like, don't talk to me. You just spit on my car. I don't want to hear this. I want my fries. So I don't know if it was worth it. No, At the end of the day, with all of that just social anxiety and everything, I just got my car. Yep, for $3. What flavor did you get, though? I got a caramel. Oh, Mm. okay. Not bad. That's a good one. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Don't bully me, Daniel. It's finally happened. Austin's becoming California. I told you all them lambs from California moving here. Uh Austin used to be cool and different, but now California moving here and lives. Shut up. Shut the F up. That is the dumbest thing I've heard. I'm sick of that complaint. Most people move to Austin from where, Spencer? Take a wild guess. Where most of the Austin transplants have come from. I don't have to guess. I know they come from other parts of Texas, baby. Majority Mm -hmm. of it's not California liberals. Also, the weird, like, bringing California politics. Kind of be funny if there was a a city. Sorry, go. I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. It's dumb because California, sure, the major urban areas outside of San Diego where there's a naval base are overwhelmingly liberal. San Francisco, duh. Uh, Summer of Love, the hate, all that stuff. Uh, the Tenderloin, yeah. don't go there. L.A., yeah, but a lot of rural California, the farmlands, the places they're stealing water to give to L.A., Oof. very, very right wing. Absolutely. Uh, and <laughs> even with that being said, Austin, Texas has always been kind of a lefty, lewd, chill place. Yeah. Cosmic Cowboy, Willie Nelson. That's right. Lover, hate Leslie. Uh, Steven Ray Vaughan. Yes, I saw him <laughs> play a double pal and fire at the armadillo. Uh, I thought it would be funny if there was a city named California, Texas. <laughs> we have a Paris, Texas. And statistically, I mean, they were like moving here in droves. It's just, it's the dumb cliche <laughs> argument that people make online, and then you click on their profiles, and they live in like Bastrop or yeah. Lubbock. Or Midland. It's where like, everyone, oh, Austin where, used to be cool, then well, California came there. Well, no, that's where all the Austinites are moving now. You know, the actual original Austinites. To buy land. The outskirts, yeah. yeah. Point being, most people, the overwhelming majority of humans that have migrated to Austin in the last several decades have come from the state of Texas. Yes, California uh, is number two up there. A lot of other, we've done this whole thing before. And sure, it's extra annoying when we get Joe Rogan and his goofs and Elon Musk and a lot of high-profile celebs that are sometimes just asses that are coming here to make money off the people here, whatever. Sure, yeah. Uh, But we are finally, in a good way, a good way, question mark. Uh, uh, gonna I, was, be a little, I was wondering where this was headed. That's right. We're going to get a little California, according uh, to our KXN first warning weather oh, team. Even more drought. Talking talk about a complete flip and change on everything. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yes. I wanted to find, <laughs> you got I, I wanted to find the perfect sound effect. Man, you corny. Oh, Yes, according to saying we're going to have a lot more L.A. afternoons in Austin. Yes, we hate to be compared to California, but it's going to be feeling a lot more L.A.-like with recent temperatures in the Austin area being a lot more like the climate of Southern California after that cool 
nice, refreshing Arctic blast we had in December. Central Texas has been experiencing unseasonably warm weather, even a few days uh, breaking record high temperatures. And if you look at a lot of trends and patterns, global warming and all that debate, whatever, if you want to call it a debate aside, uh, we are shifting into more of an arid climate than a semi-arid climate. So it's going to be happening uh, we're going to be a lot more like the the cool places of San Diego and L.A., minus the mountains and ocean. Yay. Oh. Uh. Uh, so, unfortunately, we won't have a lot of that. And there is a little more of the Pacific Ocean that, and, and, like I said, the mountains that can moderate some of what happens and it not get too cold overnight, uh, whereas Austin, you know, we can get a lot colder. Yes. So, expect it to overall be very warm, but we will be getting cool coming up soon. Okay. Our SoCal vibes are going to end, so when that happens, just be like me. Like, I'm from Amarillo and I put snow chains on my tire and I drove Stevie Ray Vaughan mm-hmm. through the mountains. That's right, and uh, you know, I kept warm in my house with no power, with a bunch of a wood that I had to chop down in my backyard. Yeah, why are you bitching about it? Like, California has a lot of stuff to complain about, but right. like, our state couldn't even keep itself on yeah. <laughs> when we had a bad storm. <laughs> I know. We couldn't even do that. Couldn't so, yeah. even be independent. Did you know? Where we learn things here on this uh, very program. It's our factual information segment. You know it's true because it has started with did you know. All other things might not be accurate, so let's get to it. Did, 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 did you know. And then when you go, did, did, did. Okay, no, never mind. We already feel that. No, I'm okay. Okay. Emily joining us for this, by the way. Did you know Goodnight Moon was originally going to be called Goodnight Room? However, uh, actually, the, the however I'm making up, I do. That's the fact. It's over. This is CJ thing. I like that because as a little boy, I always used to pretend my room was like outer space when the lights were off and or a jungle or something. So I like the idea of it uh, transcending like that. That's oh, sweet. Yeah. That's better than, you know, imagining monsters under your bed yes. or in the closet. So, Emily, <laughs> you're very nice to say that's sweet because at the time, yes, it is sweet. Now it is called disassociating from reality, oh, what I do. Lucid dreaming. Sure. Things like that. Uh, Emily, give us a did you know. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is kind of topical, but did you know? Nailed it. Thank you. You did it. Peanut M&Ms were invented by a guy named Forrest Mars, who was allergic to peanuts. And I said this is topical because now they have the new uh, Lady Peanut M&M, the purple one. Oh, Tucker Carlson is pissed about that. He's mad. He's big mad. As he quoted uh, the the plus size obese M&M. That's what he, Tucker, Tucker called. Wait, called uh, he called he says that one of the M and M's is so is is plus size. It's an almond or peanut in it, just like the yellow yeah, one. You know, the yellow one's like tall and kind of like because it's old. got a peanut in it. Yeah. Now there's a How purple is a one. Round, a perfectly round M M&M and M any less? Oh, but, oh god, yeah, that guy's well, great. Well, no, the green M M&M and M is now a lesbian. And Matt, so. thank you for saying great because. Uh, does he believe this? Is he? No, he doesn't. Oh. Is, is he just lying to himself to be a better manipulator? But no, he is a master of what he's doing on television into getting people riled up over weird, dumb things. But anyways, the guy that made peanut M&M's was allergic to peanuts. Suicidal. <laughs> you said peanuts. Peanuts. I thought you said something else. Uh, me too. Uh, Converse. Did you know Converse? Uh, they started out in 1908 as a company that made rain boots, but in 1920... They transitioned into the shoe business and created the all-star basketball shoe. Crazy thing, too, is they also wrote the song All-Star, which was later recorded by, by Smash, Smash Mouth. Mouth. And then later put in the uh, hit 2001 Shrek movie. movie, Shrek. I think it's 2001 that was off the And he gets mad head. when you call him the Shrek guy on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Rest Who came peace. first, Smash Mouth guy or Guy Fieri? Guy They're Fieri. the same person. You've never seen him in, you've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. Him in, oh, in the same true. room, have well, you? Well, Guy Fieri's a nice guy, though. I like him. How do you know that the Smash Mouth the, the guy, guy is not nice? Go he follow dr- him on the internet. Didn't he, he die? He drinks too much, right? Didn't Isn't that what happens? Die? Dude, there is some... So. There is some I, you can notice it online with people. And i got to ask you about a comic friend we all know, John Heffron. Does he... He's been fighting with outer space internet a lot. Apple, Spotify, all that. And oh, his, really? His stuff comes in like... Long, misspelled, grammatically incorrect rants at small chunks late at night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
getting drunk and getting on Twitter is hilarious. Uh-huh, it's awesome. Uh-huh, yeah. It's just that, unfortunately, the, the more well-known you get, it goes from being funny with your friends to suddenly uh, strangers are like, this guy's not this well. Sad. Or you become amazingly popular and you get elected, elected to president. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Spencer, give us one. Did you know? Elephants. They're scared of bees. Bees? Yes. Spencer, why would you bring bees in here? You jerk, you son of a bitch. Spencer, you know I hate bees and I'm allergic to bees. Oh, God. Ten synonyms to make you sound smarter than you are. Yay. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait. I've got it. Computer load up celery man, please. Yes. That's all right. It's time to read the clickbait. We actually started this earlier in the day, Emily. You were kind of lurking around the studio uh, (laughs) for today's The Greatest. Spinny and I, uh, apropos of doing a segment about history, we did a bit of a quid pro quo in that segment with this segment and discussed uh, concordantly some items that you should say um and i don't know if you've noticed spencer but uh, instead of saying controversy i've been saying controversy yes instead <laughs> of details i've been saying details like a news presenter sure um, just you know but these are straight up uh, thesaurus words words that'll make you sound smarter should we start from the beginning yeah okay and we did <laughs> we did a good place to start yeah you know. let's do it uh, instead of happy, say you're delighted. Delighted. Oh, I'm delighted I'm to hear that. We disagreed about this one. Instead of worried, say agitated, because it doesn't mean the same thing. Agitated no, means you're upset. You're, upset. you're near it's, anger. Yeah, it's not quite the same. No, yeah. I, I disagree with that, too. Uh, we did like this one a lot. Instead of begin, say commence. Yes. Commence. Proceed. 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 Yes. Uh, instead of saying you're thinking about something, say... I'm contemplating that. What about I'm pondering? I like pondering Ponder, better. Ponder what, works, too. That was what I was about to say. Instead of saying, I love you, uh, uh, say, I, I adore you. Uh, that's My the heart only other is one. full. The only other one they have is, like, that's literally the only two words for love, I love and adore. Adore. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. I think there's more. I don't know. Adore seems <laughs> more th- non-romantic love. So. Adore can be love. We've all, love is such an abstract term when you think that, yeah. how it's applied. It's like you know, is this my true love? Is this my friendly love? Is this mm-hmm. my familial love with my family? Aww, it's uh, so abstract that it's just like use whatever, man. Use whatever. <laughs> Adore is, I think, just it's not archaic, but it's a little bit older of a yeah. term. Yeah, I heard we the still homies. use it a lot. Um, Quite I adore you, CJ. I adore you. Uh, but yeah, I'm not I in adore adore. I'm not in adoration with oh, you. Oh, cool. What are you, my ex-girlfriend? <laughs> uh, what about a uh, question, though? Yes. What is, what is love? What Baby is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. No more. No more. Uh, instead of saying it's cold out, uh, or if your fiancé won't do out. it with you. Sorry. Go ahead. Say it's frigid. Oh, see, I like to say frigid. it's a bit nippy. I say chilly. Nippy. I say it's cool, and Nipping. that way it confuses you because it's also slang. Ah, it's cool. It's, it's radical yeah. outside. It's brisk. Ah, there I found go. another good one. We'll, we'll like instead of saying wrong, uh, Spencer, you can tell me, CJ, that uh, that fact is completely erroneous. Oh, Ooh, that's erroneous. a big word. Erroneous is good. It's a good one. I have. Yeah, you don't that, hear that's it often. a crossword puzzle word right there. Mm-hmm. Instead of fast, say expeditiously. I don't no, like that. I, I like, like post it. haste or schnell. Post haste is a really good one. It's a little less common, and I think it's almost archaic now. But I also like swiftly. Swiftly, Taylor Swiftly. I'm a, I had a I'm dog a named Swifty. Yeah, yeah. Swifty's great dog name. Swifty and Smitty were two of my dogs at one yeah. time. They were great. Swifty ran away to the Taylor Swift concert. I was a bit agitated when Swifty ran away. We'll see. That's but a proper use. Delighted that I still had Smitty. <laughs> and I adored both of them. Uh, instead of saying tired, say you're fatigued. Sleepy. Again, <sighs> those are two different things. Yeah. Fatigued feels like you've Body. been through uh-huh. an absolute say, chaotic sounds... experience and you are 
Instead of tired, yeah. maybe exhausted. Because the medical term for fatigue is basically exhaustion, exhaustion. as well. Like yeah. your body's in an actual different, slightly different state. That's the difference between being thirsty and dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Thirsty. Cool. Oh, well, what mm-hmm. do I know? Who cares? That's Language is fluid. All these words <laughs> are going to mean slightly different things in but, 100 years anyway. But you're right. There are different levels of it. There are. There's a pyramid of it of escalating mm-hmm. importance and meaning in this. And words are dumb. I'm going to say it again. Like words it, are great, man. Words are dumb. That's why we need to learn them so we can, uh, you know, have less of the uh, confusion online, social media oh, when we're true. arguing. No, I like clear I like, communication. I like making up uh, insults online. That's what's fun. Oh yeah, so it's very Shakespearean of you. You know, he he made up a lot of words by creating portmanteaus, which are just combinations of two words, like a uh, freelance, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, free is a word. Lances are things that you use. And that's in where I'm going to stab you with my spear for no cause. But also, I think the freelances was probably a specific thing in history. You may have, um, I think they were, yeah, sort of like mercenary types of people. Regardless, Shakespeare was famous for, I think, making over like a hundred words up, and now they're part of our language. So we should start make making them up, some words CG. up. I say, yeah. make them up. I will. Whistle. Oh. That's a good insult. That's right? a good. That's a good insult. Uh, scream! It's not just a movie franchise. Greetings, listener. It is now time for weird or wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt Bearden is back to determine just that thing. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you about this technological gadget. Uh, first of all, I want you guys to listen to something, okay? This is from this product's official. Video released from the, from their webpage. Okay. I want you to listen to this and tell me if you know what this is. Okay, re- are you listening? Listening? Here we go. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. No, 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 no. Ah, 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 ah. Okay. What do you think that was? Wrestling. Oh, you thought wrestling? Yeah, wrestling. Could I thought for sure you thought it was somebody masturbating. Oh no! <laughs> it could have been a guy who stepped on like a Lego. You know, got sure. a hurt foot. That is a guy gaming. And now I want you to listen, and I want you to see if you can tell the difference, okay? Because now this guy is going to be gaming slightly differently. Quiet. Okay, you ready? Now listen to this. Ready? Three, two, one. Yes. Yes, guys, yes. You notice a difference? Yeah, there's uh, crappy wannabe dubstep, uh, slow electronic trip-hop in the background. I heard, like, a uh, really low weird, like, vocal audio. He was muffled. muffled. You were hearing a guy who was using the brand new Mutalk. Is it uh, VR that wraps around your face? It's not even VR. It's a separate Bluetooth microphone that you can use when you're having Zoom meetings or talking on the phone or whatever, and you don't want someone else to hear you. It looks almost exactly like a miniaturized VR headset. Except it goes over your mouth. It goes over your mouth. So if you want to VR late at night and not wake up your roommate or a parent or a spouse, you could wear a giant pair of goggles and this thing that goes over your mouth. Wow. I was molded by it. It looks Born like a feeding trough or like, or like a, one of those things for the put on a horse or like a, some other it does. livestock. It looks exactly to... like a tiny Oculus, a smaller oh. Oculus, but it's just six, just as far away from your fat face. They say that it uses um, foam and then also noise-canceling tones so that you could have private conversations if you were on a plane. But if I was on a plane and I saw somebody put that on, I would think, well, this person is clearly hijacking this plane. Yes, I don't know right. what this is all about. Oh, it's time for this plane's rockin'er. Let's be honest. If you're going to hijack a plane, you want to look stylish, too. So I probably wouldn't a wear suit. those. But you Yeah, know, you got to have a suit. You look, he, you look dumb. Here's what I don't get. They put this out, and they're trying to really push it as how to be more polite in public. But people who talk loudly on their phone are already the selfish. Annoying. Yeah, they're they don't the care. least likely to wear a giant, ridiculous headset around their mouth. I don't know who this is for. Right. This is by far one of the weirdest things I've seen come into Not Weirder to Wire. mention, as someone that all of us have these microphones and phone things in front of us, no matter how much you brush your teeth or floss, you're going to get a little bit of stank coming back at you. And moisture plus breath stank over time on plastic and foam just really is not good. So you're going right. to be breathing in your own grossness. Plus, also, we, gamers don't brush their teeth, bro. They eat Mountain Dew. Eat it. They eat Doritos and Mountain Dew, and they go to sleep without brushing their teeth. The it's going to be too, gross. They suggested it helps keep your voice. You can have a regular conversation at a coffee shop, and you not disturb the people that are near you. 
We all go to coffee shops for the same reason. And that is to, to pretend, write a novel. pretend to get work done while we ogle and ogle other yes. people and hopefully get laid. Yes. You can't make magic happen with one of these things on your face. No. It does not work. Um, my review of the Mutalk is why. You've wasted time. <laughs> Not a weird or a why, but a why. Well, why are <laughs> we even? It. Why are we pulling people into a factory to build this thing? It's yeah. it's it's useless. It's dumb. It's stupid. Yes. It smells. I'm mad at the Mutalk people. <laughs> oh my God. The CJ Morgan Show. Learning brand new things daily, including manners, responsibility, accountability, how to file taxes, how to behave in public, how to apologize. 101X.